Songizomabeke on SAFM. We continue the conversations here on SAFM's SAFM viewpoint. I beg your pardon. I actually forgot the name. I'll show it for that 30 second split. I beg your pardon for that. 21.35 is the time. We have, or 21.36 now, we have 24 minutes to go. Thalisha is on hold, I am told. Head of Student Recruitment and Marketing at Studio. We're talking about the options that are available for one to consider, perhaps, if one's plans, knowing one's results from the matric examinations, are not quite what one had in mind. One has applied for university, one has not been accepted. Maybe for a TVET college, one has not been accepted. And the question is, okay... What now? Let's try and answer some of those questions. Good evening, Ms. Harilal. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to SAFM again. Good evening. It's lovely to be with you. Not a pleasant conversation to have to have, but necessarily a very necessary one. And this happens. This is not necessarily the destination for any young person who at 18, 19 years of age feels despondent because the matric results didn't go according to plan. So just first of all, some encouraging and empowering words for the learner as well as the parent or the parents, just to ensure that this is just an opportunity to reevaluate. Nothing is lost, nothing at all. Absolutely. I think you make such a valid point. Um, reevaluation, but also redirection. Um, I think it's important to understand that um, roots change all the time and we don't always have the same story of our journey to success. Um, we know the mainstream story. A student gets seven A's, he runs straight into university um, and he snapped up as soon as possible for a job. But there's so many myriads of success stories walking around and this is just a little bit of redirection. It's saying reconsider your path but get to your destination anyway. So I think it's important for parents and students to keep perspective, um, to understand that there's so many ways for you to still conquer your goals and ambitions and remain positive. If we apply our minds to redirection um, rather than rejection, we'll find that there's many, many uh, routes available to us. Let's talk about Songhezo. Right now, my matric results have not allowed me university entry. So okay. at least I know something. It might not be something that I like to know, but I know. I'm not now for this year going to university. Let me assume for a moment that I'm not going to go to a TVET because the spaces are oversubscribed and it's just way too late for me now. Oh. I still have a year ahead of me. I'm young and I've got another 70 years of life ahead of me. What should first the conversation or not should what could the conversation go like at home against that, what I've said? A great conversation to have would be, all right, your ambition was to study a BCom. How do we get you onto a BCom? There's many different pathways, and a lot of universities offer pathways into their degree program, um, which will allow you to start with a more basic curriculum and add more time onto your um, university stay. In other, um, in other routes, you can go ahead and do a higher certificate, which will then give you degree access. So I think it's important to, A, consider the pathway you can use to still get into the first choice degree that you wanted to complete that will require you to spend more time in the academic arena. And then secondly, it's also important to consider, if I've now got these, this news, I shouldn't allow it to put me in a moment of indecision and create paralysis. It's important to decide that if my goal was to reach 
BCom entry, if my goal was to become an accountant, how can I still achieve that goal through my own commitment and efforts? I'm listening. And then what happens? Because the conversation doesn't deliver anything. What are the first moves? I'm, I'm really asking this question because one of the things that probably would be absent in such conversations, owing to a myriad of factors, the gap year. I, I watched some of my contemporaries all those many years ago go on mm. a gap year. A conversation that simply was not even available for me at home at that time. I wonder if that might still be the case in a lot of homes, and perhaps I might even get historical, a lot of African homes, because it's just not something perhaps that is known for what value it may add. Sometimes, and and I still don't think I know exactly what I want to do in my life, much less at 18 years of age. Sometimes somebody simply does not know what they want. They've got the aptitude to go to university and they might want that because that's what everybody else does. Or they actually might want to go into industry and actually figure themselves out whilst earning a bit of pocket. Some do that because of circumstance at home and perhaps the breadwinner is not there or circumstances have changed so therefore they have to go into industry and earn. Others want to go and discover who they are in a society and in an environment that is foreign to them so that they can tap into an inner self far greater and far quicker, far more effectively perhaps than what staying at home or local might do. So incorporating this response, the value of the unorthodox still, but very orthodox elsewhere, gap year and its value. So I want to first preface the gap year conversation Mm -hmm. by making an important point, which is if the gap year becomes an option because you're not sure what to do and you don't spend time in the gap year remediating the sort of um, indecision, you remain undecided once the year is over. So it's key that when we take a gap year, our gap year is purposeful. Why am I taking this gap year and what insights do I want to achieve in my life in this year? Look, I'm, I'm old, like dinosaur old. And when I finished university, <laughs> there was never um, the option, like you say, of a gap year. There, there was no such thing. My parents were like, from a trick, you are going to university. That's it. But I think if you are considering a gap year, don't merely resort to a gap year because it pushes out the decision and gives you another 12 months. Rather, have a purposeful conversation around, okay, so you want to take a gap year. What are you going to do in this year? Great options to consider are internships, job shadowing. Um, Those two options will allow you insight into the industry you may think you want Mm -hmm. to pursue. Then if you decide, okay, I actually want to go in and earn a bit of money. It's important not to be distracted by your job versus what you want to plan as a career. So straight out of matric, you may find a job if you're lucky. Given the way things are now, it will be challenging, but you may succeed and you will earn some money. It's so important for young people not to be distracted by that money, but remain future focused on what they want their career trajectory to be. What profession do they want to pursue? If they have an entrepreneurial bent, what is their startup idea? How to refine that idea? So use the gap year in a purposeful way 
because indecision now will be indecision in 12 months' time if we don't actually conduct research, talk to career advisors, job shadow in the industry, use our digital you know, scroll time in a more productive manner, it will still be indecision in a year's time. Let's talk about, and, and you might have addressed it partly in your response, the, the value then of life orientation and life skills, I suppose, part of those programs that schools should have. Certainly life orientation is a subject, but I mean, there was guidance, counselling in my time. I don't know what it would be now or how it has evolved. There was also a guidance counsellor when, when I was younger. Uh, I'm not dinosaur um, years old, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> I love your optimism, um, but the last time I talked to a six-year-old, I, I got told, you're really old. Um, so I think, you know, you make a great point about the value of life orientation. And life orientation is often dismissed as a oh, subject, but it has quite an important purpose in allowing time for reflection and something your average teenager, you know, when they presented with multiple digital messages, anxiety over world events, pressure over a future when we're in such a weird situation currently in the world itself, post-pandemic um, stresses, they don't often have the time to reflect upon what is it they actually want to do, how to address their own anxieties and life decisions. And I think that is the value of ELO. But too often it's dismissed as a almost a, a, throw, a throwaway or a giveaway subject. But its inclusion in, in the curriculum is rather important just for the space it allows for these students to breathe, reflect, and then direct themselves better. And the value of a really good, you know, in the old days we could call them guidance counselor, but now I guess it's the life orientation educator, cannot be underestimated in sort of the impact they have on the entire class um, of matrix. I've been in situations where I've been in high schools, I've stood on stages and spoken to students who you can see have been exposed to a really great life orientation class. And I've been in others and counseled students who I see have not had that moment of reflection, have not been asked the right questions. Mm -hmm. So it is an invaluable resource. And where it's missing, I really want to urge our parents who are listening to step into that gap and be able to have a purposeful conversation about what their ambitions are without us imposing what our ambitions are into oh, the situation. Huge. That's a huge point. I'll leave it there. Talk to the child about what the child wants to do, not what you want the mm -hmm. child to do. Those are two different conversations, and they can go pretty pear-shaped pretty quickly. Yes. Kadisha, thank you, ma'am, so much for your time. do appreciate that. A pleasure. Thanks a lot. Have yourself a wonderful conversation. That was Ms. Athelisha Harid, our Head of Student Recruitment and Marketing at Studio, who offer post-matric, in other words, tertiary education courses. Do yourself a favor, get onto their website and find out what perhaps is available to you. And if nothing's there, listen to this conversation and take it from there.